Good morning. <clears throat> I would like to um, ask you a question. First of all, um, try to count all the nines from one to 100. And uh, I will help you. Nine is the first, 19 is the second nine, 29 the third, 39 the fourth, no tricks. Just count all of them and tell me your number. Again, nine is the first, 19 is the second, 29 the third, 39 the fourth. How many nines are from one to 100? And without telling how did you, did you count them, just tell your number. How many nines are from one to 100? Very easy. Na 11. 11. It's very easy, 9, 19, 29, come on, tell me the number. 18, 18, 11. So we have now two denominations already. 20, 1, she's from Moldova, don't pay attention. So, actually, there are 20, and you forgot to count 91, 92, 93, and um, why? Because I tricked you. I said the pattern. I said the stereotype. I said 9, 19, 29, and you just followed. So, every time when we do the work of God, many times we just follow some patterns. And uh, we see that God is moving different in different countries, in different time. And the only thing that we have to do is to listen to that whisper of the Spirit. We have something which is unchangeable, is the Word of God. But the methods are changing from country to country, from place to place, from time to time. And I would like to share with you something what God did in my life. You already heard that... Um, um, I grew up in a different environment, uh, unsaved, um, unsafe environment where we wanted to learn how to fight. Uh, now I have three kids. Uh, one of them is uh, a former uh, Taekwondo champion. But um, in 91, I had only uh, my son, Vladimir, and my wife. And um, uh, for me, everything was about martial arts. I started to learn martial arts because I heard that with one hit you can kill a, a person. And uh, in that time, as I was having a double life. As the president of Taekwondo Federation, I was an official person in the country, but I was leading a mafia group, and they started to read the Bible only with the goal to find out how Jesus influenced his disciples. I knew that he... Uh, influenced so many people, and uh, I wanted to find his secrets, and that's how I started to read the Bible. And looking for influence, God influenced my heart to the level that I started even to pray, Lord, if you really do exist, show me, prove it to me. I will commit my life to you if you uh, prove it, if you are real. And God proved, proved himself. And 19 September 91, I committed my life to uh, Christ. All my joy lasted only three days because on the third day I already started to doubt because everyone was convincing me that I got nuts and I thought maybe I, I thought too much about God. And that day God again showed his glory 
and allowed a person, an angry person, to put a knife to my um, neck, um, pushing that I began bleeding. And in that moment, I said a verse from the Bible, which I heard in a communist movie, don't be afraid of the one who can kill the body, but can kill the soul. And that person jumped away. That was my life, my life around martial arts. Everything that I wanted is to become a black belt because I understood that the black belt will give you freedom, but I didn't receive any freedom. And real freedom I received only when I got to know Christ. But coming to know Christ, I didn't know what to do with my thousands of disciples. And uh, that's when um, uh, I realized that um, I have to stay where they are. Because um, I realized that God brought me to life not only to be with them, but I'm one of them. I'm an insider. And uh, remaining there and uh, teaching the word of God, I've seen many, many lives changed. And I got convinced that if there is a power on this earth, it's the power of the spirit through the word of God to change hearts. And that's how um, God uh, gave me one of my disciples who came to know Christ just months after me uh, by the name Vasily. Then in few years, other 27 instructors committed their life to Christ. And I've seen generations of disciples, not because we were um, smart and we knew how to do the Christian work. In fact, we didn't know anything. Um, the first time I entered in a church, I brought about 100 so people. We were more people coming to the church than the people inside of the church, inside of that building. I brought one of my clubs. Every time I will come to the church, I don't know. I didn't know even why the, the people are coming to the church, but I realized that maybe they are working with their friends, colleagues, and they bring, bring them on Sunday to hear this liberating word of God and to get uh, freedom. And that's how I started to come every time, bringing 25, 30 people. And um, uh, what God did was amazing. In the beginning, we didn't know what to do, so we started to do camps. And uh, at those camps, we were teaching people the, the Word of God. We've been discipled by uh, our teacher, me and Castello Oglich, who are uh, Eurasian directors for Precept. And uh, then they sent us on the mission uh, field, and then we started to send others. That's how we send those who don't want to uh, obey. I'm kidding, but um, in fact, we've seen that uh, sport gives you, gives you a key to go to so many countries. That's how we started to go to Vietnam, Laos, Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, and all those countries. And um, we've seen that we have the best weapon, and that's not our martial arts but that's the, the word of God. And um, I started to travel from place to place, and especially to those countries where people don't stay in line to go. And I didn't know why I'm attracted to those um, restricted uh, countries. And I realized that because nobody was staying in line to come to us, notorious fighters, and when God molded and changed my heart, I had the desire to go to those undesirable places uh, to reach them with the word of God. And um, uh, such maps, every one of us now uh, have such maps. And we have now P2, 
people um, traveling, um, and some of them remain. Uh, for example, we have uh, pastors in uh, Greece, uh, in Rome, in uh, Israel, in um, uh, Pakistan, in people who use sport only to get to young uh, people with the uh, gospel of Christ. So here is the um, uh, main border between uh, Afghanistan and Tajikistan. That's how uh, it was when we first time went there. Uh, on the way to Kabul, we've seen a good use of Russian tanks. All the bridges were made of Russian tanks and tanks everywhere. We've seen the, 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 the worst poverty but um, also we've seen a lot of people who were eager to hear the gospel. I realize that God has his people all around the world. And we call them God seekers or people of peace or worthy people or faithful people. People who have been already prepared by God and he sends us to, to them. Now I realize that uh, Jesus gave us the, the, the best actually the best principles how to reach out our communities he said go and we change on come come to our outreach events come to our services come to our gatherings but he said go uh, i don't believe that it's either war is both end but anyway um, you can see that it's much more effective to be on the field where the people are then uh, we sometimes lose time with people who go nowhere, who are not so interested in the Bible, when Jesus said, go and find that person. We call that person of peace from Luke 10, a person who is interested in spiritual matters. Then uh, Jesus was teaching us that it's much more effective a household evangelism. When you evangelize the whole family, when you take that person into his family, and uh, when people come to know Christ, bring the elements of the church to that group and let them plant other churches. Not always is the best way to bring people into a church. Sometimes it's more effective to bring the church to the people. Because the church of God is the community, the community of people who worship God. And um, when um, I came to U.S., I didn't know what to do because uh, um, in Moldova it was easy for us to preach the gospel, to see people coming to know Christ. And um, uh, I was hired by a church to be their pastor. And uh, I warned up um, out that church doing a, a lot of outreaches for Jewish people, for Romanians, for Slavic, for, for uh, Muslims. And, um, you know, people would come to rejoice together, but they will not... Uh, join the church and that's when I realized that it's much better to be on their field and to preach the the gospel and here is um, a few, uh, last year actually I went with my son to Afghanistan and we used a different approach we were trying to get into the families and to uh, present the gospel there he's a rich family um, uh, meeting the, the Olympic team and uh, as a member of Olympic Committee, it's very easy for me to come in, uh, in front of the teams and to tell stories from the Bible. Nobody will say anything because they respect authority in sport. 
And uh, um, here is uh, with that Olympic team in uh, Afghanistan, here is in Iraq, uh, Egypt, Pakistan, all these countries, they all have these God seekers who are waiting to come to them. Let me tell you how uh, we find them. For example, uh, last year I went to Iran and um, I connected a master of Taekwondo. He connected me with all other masters from city to city. And I was traveling, telling the story from the Bible, but looking for their reaction. And uh, I found these people interested. One of them, um, I was um, uh, on the way to get into a plane when I started a discussion with one guy and he happened to be a doctor and he said, can I sit near you? And they said, yeah, sure. And uh, on uh, the flight, he told me the story how last time when he flew, um, he was asked by the president of the air company to move in the back and to leave his business class only because he suddenly happened to be on that um, flight and he was so angry, but when he landed, he figured out that the, the, uh, the speed of the plane was too high, so they bumped into a building and the pilots and the uh, business class was killed. And he was so, so happy and he said, I don't know why God is sparing my life. Then he told me another story, almost the same happened to him in a train where uh, he was asked to leave the first train because a, a couple joined and uh, having the experience with the plane, he immediately submitted to the conductor, he moved to the second. But uh, then uh, the, 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 the train uh, had the, uh, the accident, the first, the first car was uh, killed. And he said, I don't know, I don't understand why God is sparing my life. And I said, I know, for a day like this, to hear the gospel, but I don't know if God will continue to spare your life if you will not make a decision. I said that, <laughs> looked around, and I figured out that I'm on the same plane with him. <laughs> so I was very nervous until we landed. But that guy took me to the uh, hotel and every day, every day he will come to listen to the gospel. We still have a relationship. I don't know yet if he made the commitment, but he is very open to the gospel. So traveling from the country, uh, from, uh, through the country, I met another guy in a Iranian bath. And uh, when I started to uh, preach Christ, he said, can you come to uh, my office uh, tomorrow? I came to his office. He stopped the work. He was the president of the company. He gathered all the employees and uh, uh, he said, now teach us. When he figured out that I'm a missionary, I thought that they would kill me, but they uh, loaded us in the cars, took to his house, invited the neighbors, and uh, in no time the full house, uh, the, the house was full of people, and he said, this is the priest of God, listen to him. How can you explain that? That must be only God. God has his people. Now we have a group of uh, Bible study in the house of uh, those guys I visited. Here is uh, preaching on the street. When God is um, leading you and the Spirit is taking control, you preach where you are. And it doesn't matter who you are because the Spirit, when the Spirit wants to speak, he speaks through, through you. Here is the family where we have now um, Bible study uh, um, the, um, every week. That's what they have in their cars. They have these um, uh, boards, and uh, it's a requirement for everyone to have these uh, boards in their cars. 
Um, you, you know, traveling from place to place, you see the truth, and the truth is uh, the following. People need the gospel. I, I just imagine what will happen to this church if next week you'll decide, every one of you will decide to go and to share, to share one of parables of Jesus to your neighbors, to your friends, and 900 people will go out next Sunday when they will come back. They will come back full of fire with the experiences, with the stories about repentance, with the stories about um, uh, persecution, and the whole church will be uh, in fire. We, uh, we pray uh, for, for this continuation of the fire all around the world. Here is in um, Cuba, in Cuba where uh, you move in time. But uh, I've seen a group of Bible study planted in four days. When I said, guys, I'm leaving, um, will you continue to meet? Uh, here is one per person who coordinate the meetings. Let's schedule a meeting for the next week. And they said, why next week? Let's do it tomorrow. So, um, and, um, but here is the American soil. The, the, the mosques are full of people who never, never heard the gospel. When I went to one mosque, the first time they gave me the opportunity to, uh, to uh, give my testimony. Then I saw that they didn't kill me from the first time. I started to go the second time, the third time. Now everywhere, every city I go, I go to the mosques and they found that there are in the mosque God's seekers and there are God seekers even in the mosques in your, your town. The, the, the kids are indoctrinated. And uh, uh, San Bernardino shows us that we have terrorism on our soil. And they grew up here. And um, somebody has to give them this good news of salvation. And if the, uh, the people, the, the, the churches are full of people and they don't go to them, uh, it's not fair to them because now they are in a free country, but they don't hear the gospel. Here is one when I went with a group, uh, one church in one church, they organized for us a big conference and they allowed us to present what we believe. And of course, we presented the gospel. Here is a federation which invited me to be their spiritual mentor. And now we can go from country to country to teach thousands. And that's why I'm looking for partnership with you. I'm continuing to, uh, to go, committed to go, but I never, I'm never interested to go alone. I would like to see people from the church, the church doing the work we're supposed to do, which no organization has to do. You are the church. You are the people whom God said, I sent, and I like your feet because these are the feet who will go with the gospel. May God bless you.